All right, and welcome back to another episode of 21 Going On 77. We back. I think this is our longest hiatus. We went two weeks. I have not talked to the homie for three weeks. So, young SJ, you back. You know, uh, you we can put it on the timeline. You put it on the timeline so we can talk about it. You was on a European excursion. SJ, how you feeling? And, man, tell me about the trip. I, I really I haven't heard too much about it except for what was on the timeline. How was how was Europe? Um, it was good. It was good. Good trip, much needed. Um yeah, I had a great time. It's good to, you know, kind of step away for a bit. Um, especially when you've just been doing a lot of work. So um yeah. It was a great trip. Um saw a lot of things, uh did a lot of things, which was great. Okay. And for those who know, all I'm gonna say is twins. That's all I'm <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. I uh, I I just left that part of the. I didn't even. I saw a post one time, but I just left it alone. I was like, you know what? I'm too old to even participate in these discussions and comments. Yeah. But uh, yeah. on that same note, what uh, what countries did you end up going to? I know you. I know you um, had the only two. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, I went to England and, well, technically not a part of Europe, um, <laughs> with the whole Brexit thing, yeah. but, and also I went to Paris for a bit. Okay. I've, uh, I ain't going to hold you. I've never set foot in any part of Europe. Uh, was this your first trip? Um, no, technically. Um, well, to, to Paris, yes, but okay. I've been to England before. Okay. Okay. Was it was it everything you hoped and dreamed? Everything you thought it would be? Um, yes. <laughs> uh, yes, people might not understand. I got a few, oh, why are you vacationing in England? Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. But don't listen. All I'm gonna say is don't knock it till you try it. And it was a fantastic time. I I bet. I bet. Um how was the weather? Like, how is the weather this time? It was shit. It was shit. Really? Um, you would think it'd be sunny and hot. No, it was raining and cold. Yeah. Every yeah. Uh, every time I've... The only places I've been on vacation are Mexico and the Caribbean. And there's always a shit ton of English people at those places. And I, my wife's a teacher, so all of our vacations are in the middle of the summer. And I was always curious, like... Hey, are y'all, <laughs> how's the weather in, in Europe at this part of the time, or England specifically? Because I shit you not, any resort I've been at, they have outnumbered everybody. So that's always been something I've been curious about during this time of year. Yeah, no, the weather is bad. Um, they said it's like the coldest July they've had in like 21 years. No shit. So, oh, yeah, wow. it, was, okay. it was like low 60s. Oh, there. yeah. That's yeah, and raining, and like raining pretty much the entire time. Oh, okay. Yeah, that stinks. That stinks, but I'm happy you had a good time. I'm happy to have you back. Um, I think we got one episode, maybe two with the new mic, but people have been commenting on how crispy it is. You done made me fold automatically, because like, I'll be honest, I haven't really went back and listened to the last few episodes uh, outside of when I posted them, but Apparently, the sound quality is better, so I got to go ahead and up my game up and grab one myself. So, however I sound, I will sound better in, as soon as Amazon drop this mic off. 
Um, while we're on the topic of quality and people commenting on the pod and listens, look, y'all, I don't know what the hell is going on, but thank you. Um, our last episode that we recorded, the last one y'all heard, the last one we made, is the second most listened to ever. It is literally 10 listens behind when the Kyrie trade. And then the two episodes we list we posted or put out before that are like three and four. So this is the middle of the summer. Y'all not supposed to care about this shit right now. And our I guess three of our top four most listened to episodes have been uh in the last the last three we put out. So we appreciate that. Shout out to the Mavs Money Ball list that we made it to because I'm assuming this is where the traffic came from. And uh, I just want to say thank you all for that. So, yeah, I, I was like, let me go buy me a mic. I am, I, uh, because we have not recorded a pod. SJ, I haven't recorded the ads. It, it's a new one every month. So August started. So I will record an ad. We're not missing no more money. Um, especially now that folks is listening to this at a rate to where it might be some little bit of change. So uh, let's get into it. Not a whole lot has happened in the Mavs world. The only thing that's been happening is like these uh, World Cup friendlies, friendlies, exhibitions, depending on what part of the world you're from. And I ain't gonna hold you, man. I've been excited as shit to watch from that show. Have you, have you ever been able to catch any of it at all? Um, In like parts, it's been, it's been a little like even today. I mean, today I just completely forgot. Um, because it's just like in the middle of the day and such um but i only got to watch the second half of the montenegro game and everything else is just me catching you know highlights um post-game highlights so um i mean and that's the only and i'm talking in the sense of slovenia like everything else i watched i think like maybe a little bit of the first quarter of the usa game before i um stopped watching um I think I like fell asleep or whatever. So um, yeah, I haven't seen much, but I know this weekend a ton more games are happening with the um, Slovenia USA game. Slovenia they're playing. I don't know if they're still playing Spain right now or it's wrapping up. Um, but that's going on right now. Um, so yeah, it's it's I a lot of hoops going on actually. So yeah. I gotta tap tap back in. I feel like I'm. Still not still in vacation mode, but I haven't watched as many games since I've been back. Um, whether that's FIBA or even um WNBA games, so I gotta tap back in. Yeah, I uh, I think when United States played Puerto Rico, I just happened to be at the crib, so I watched that and. I hate to admit this, but I really hadn't been paying too much attention to who was actually on the USA roster. Like, obviously, I knew my guy was on there. I knew it was Jalen. I knew it was Tyrese. I knew it was Triple J. I knew it was Ant. Um, but I didn't realize, like, man, they, you know, my, my guy Walker Kessler was on there. And when that game came on and I watched them play, I'm like, I'm, like, in on this team. I like all them dudes. They, uh, they start a little weird. Uh, they was missing a shit ton of open shots, and then they ran Puerto Rico off the court, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a patriotic dude at all, but I'm rocking with Team USA." And uh, with Luca, I watched pretty. I think I watched all of. Uh, there was a game that came on 
before Montenegro, right? What, who did they play? Were they? It was Greece. I watched all of I think the yep. first Greece game. I didn't watch any of the second one, and then. I don't know. My lunch break at work lined up perfect with that Montenegro game. So I watched pretty much all of that. And that shit was good. Um, it did give me trauma flashbacks to that shit reminded me of the Mavs in the first part of the season where Luca was, I mean, that young man was fighting for his life. But they ended up pulling out a win. It was an ugly win. They was better than they was, I mean, well, I can't really say it's better than them. Luca was just good. And they won. So uh, the game that came on today, I haven't watched any of it. Like the timeline said he was cooking, but I really, I have no idea. I don't even know if they're still playing. I don't even know if the game is over with or not. I think, yeah, I'm trying to. That's that's what I was saying earlier. I don't know. I'm trying to see. I think it's still going on. Okay. From what I can tell, but I mean, I'm not seeing anybody screaming, so that means we're <laughs> probably getting their ass. <laughs> I'm not seeing nobody talking about it. Yeah. That must mean. Uh, and no, and no one's posted the final score. Nothing. It's just way Let dark. Let me see. Oh, actually, no. It looks. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. So we is down. Okay. I saw man, the Mavs blog. Follow them for videos and clips and stuff. Um, but it said Sylvania needed a shot. Um. Okay. The buzzer. Some part, shot. Yeah, yeah, the buzzer beater. Oh, buddy, just hit. And yeah. they down by like ten. So, yeah. and the earlier clips I saw was um they saying Luca might have an injury, hand wrist injury. He just I don't think he Luca's gimpy. Luca's very gimpy. Like Luca will make a shot and then like touch something. So like it might be yes he's hurt, but I don't know if it's like I think the word injury might be a little too loose for Luca. With how he plays and with the gimpiness. Yeah, he Luca hurts something or winces like every game, and then he'll look at it, he'll walk funny for a little bit, and then he he be back at it. So he just he big as hell, man. He be bumping in the shit. So it just is what it is. Uh, I just hope he can play tomorrow because I'm like actually I'm excited to watch the game tomorrow. Even though I think yeah. they get their ass beat, but I know. Oh yeah, they getting ran down. But I, I mean, Luke ain't gonna run like a hole, so I'm here for it. Exactly, exactly. And with the names on USA, you know he's gonna wanna, you know, show out. So yeah, I mean, he got shit. what? It's shit. Damn near all of his. Let's see, is Jalen was Michael was in that draft class too? Yep, Mikael. Yeah, he was hanging yeah. out with Mikael actually. Yeah, like them all the guys oh. from his draft class over there. Uh, yeah, Triple J, like them is guys. <laughs> so, you know, I, of that group of players outside the Europeans, that I think he's the closest to. They all on the U Team USA. So, I think he gonna try to turn up. You know, he talking shit. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's that's a good point. Good. Yeah, yeah, he did say yeah he was cool with his draft class guys. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting. Wait, is uh, what's my man's name? Is Aiden? Is the Bahamas in this tournament? Yep, Aiden. Really? Too. Yeah. It's like apparently. Oh, it's that whole class. That whole class is playing. Yeah. Streets okay. is saying that this is the best um team that the Bahamas has fielded because they got Eric Gordon to play. Oh, so they got Eric. Okay. Yeah, it's like Eric Gordon, um, Aiden. Uh, I think Kai Jones. You know. Um, okay. As far as okay. NBA players, there's somebody else that I might be forgetting. But yeah, as, as far as far as like NBA guys, but yeah, they they Aiden going. I mean, he should eat. Aiden is like a 
Like, yes, he's a little soft, but he's still a FIBA type player. Yeah, he is. But the with the his game like is kind of European big if you really think about it. Um, Yeah, exactly. yeah, he So he yeah, should. he should be. He should. He sh and with um his usage should be high because again it's him and fucking Eric Gordon. Right. So, so like <laughs> he's going to touch the ball. He shouldn't be. You know, um the word about that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I don't. I think because it's not the, the USA isn't sending the best of the best. And I know some people don't like that, but, and I could be biased because shit, you know, if we got our list of guys we like, shit, I think if I, if that list is eight people long, I think four of them is on team USA this year. So I'm and you know, Lucas playing for Slovenia. So it's like, damn, all my guys are kind of playing and the USA, I think, USA is not the favorite. It's Spain, right? Um, I don't think so. Is it? I, actually, I don't know. Let me not Yeah, act yeah, like yeah. I know about betting. I think I, I don't low know. key. I think Actually, no. I I don't think know. Spain is like you know how they do the power rankings or whatever. FIBA put out the power rankings. I think Spain is number one because they won the joint last Mm hmm. Your time. oh, your basket Yeah, basket. they won EuroBasket, so I think they number one. I think you, the U.S. is number two. But either way it go, like I don't think I don't think the I do think the U.S. is probably going to win, but I don't think Mm they're -hmm. going Oh, to I win think they're by going the time to win too. Before. People. Yeah, I think they're right. And I got a lot of, I should say here too, I was getting a lot of, I mean, I muted the tweets, so it was like controversial, but people were thinking, even in the chat, y'all were saying I was turned into a Trey um, stand, all that, just because I was, you know, kind of questioning Trey Oh, I forgot not being about on the that. team. I forgot about that. <laughs> Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's all I was saying with that situation. So let me clarify that here. This is all I was saying with the situation is that, yes, All the basketball, so-called basketball reasons you can list, like, oh, he can't play off ball or, oh, he's going to get targeted on defense. So please stop it. Like, I think all that is overblown at the end of the day, because it's if you think it's mostly politics and the fact that they don't like him, especially when you look at the coaches affiliated with picking this and that. And people are saying, oh, Grant Hill, who Baba could have advocated for him and still passed. No, it's bigger than just Grant Hill. Um And I just want it to be clear that it's mostly politics and not mostly basketball reasons. Like, he wasn't even given a chance. Like, even granted, he's not, you know, you could make the argument he's not making it um, easier on himself by talking to fucking Gilbert Arenas, who kind of has a little bit of CTE. You know, like, he might make good points, but, like, he, the way he says it or whatever the case may be, is a little, you know, out there. So... criticizing them in the way that Gilbert has might hurt more than it, you know, um, helps. However, points are still be made there. And him saying that he would have been willing to, you know, show other parts of his game, like he wasn't given a chance to, like, you know, what I mean, if you give him a chance, like if you even invite him to the damn select team or something and say, hey, show us a little something and he still can't adjust then sure, but he wasn't given a chance. He wasn't even given a chance. Um, and, I mean, I was just picking on Austin Reeves because it's fucking Austin Reeves. And um, he's not some star. I saw people doing the most. And I checked the box score. It was nine points. And I know, yeah, the box score isn't everything and all that. But it's nine points. Give me a – my point is y'all 
blow it up to something that it's not. Like, he scored 35 in the playoffs, and he was getting Shams interviews the next day. Like, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, that's just the extreme. However, um, even when you look at Halliburton, that's them saying, yes, we believe Halliburton is, you know, pretty much better than Trey and all that. And when you look at who was involved, and, you know, you look at Steve Kerr, who big Halliburton fan, like Trey didn't stand a chance, <laughs> like, you know, from, from jump. So all I'm saying is you can talk about basketball reason as to why he's not there, but just know and understand that it's, it's mostly politics, why he wasn't even considered, um, despite him having, like, you know, clear interest. So, yeah. Yeah, I pretty much agree. Like, I, I, I get to an extent why from a basketball reasons, he might not be a good fit on the team, but get the fuck out of here. Like, what's my man's name? Josh Hart on the team. You know what I'm saying? Even if you don't want to pick Austin Reed, Josh Hart on the team, right? I don't even think Josh Hart getting no playing time, low-key. And I, I think if a player wants to represent their country, because a lot of the big-name dudes didn't want to play this time, just go around. They waiting for Paris, right? I think he should have been able to make the team. And that, that's, 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 I guess, my biggest beef with it. Um, it is politics. I don't need, I think it's shoe politics because, uh, shit, is Trey moving them? I think Trey is moving the most Adidas sneakers in America. I know Harden, you know, any Houston Rocket got it lock, on lock in China, but I, I think Trey's shoes move. Um, Loki, my son, asked me for a pair. He wearing them the first day of school. And, uh, yeah, we, I, I it's nasty. With all that being said, hey man, Austin Reeves might be good, bro. Uh, I I get the point you're trying to make, but and he ain't no star. I didn't he's say he's bad, player. but let other let the Lake and I get it, it's Lakers fans, but let other people tell it. It's like he's some all star all NBA type dude. I saw it talking about uh, some. Is he a top ten shooting guard? Is he a what? top this shooting? Yes, they're wilding out, bro. They are oh, wilding wow. out. Yeah, I'm That's that why he gets picked on. At least from me, I'll speak for myself. That's why I pick on him because uh, I'm like he's a good player, but like if you moving like he's this and that that i'm gonna apply the pressure is he that's what i'm saying when i check the box score and it's nine points yeah. after you're telling me um i saw y'all sending me shit in the chat people reposting my tweets posting screenshot and you doing all that over nine points yes i'm going to clown i don't remember it being a big deal in the chat everyone in the chat hates all three except for kurt kurt b kurt b um i be i be trying to hate and kurt b um lowering my um thunder i got you i got well no because i'm kind of this is the thing i I think you called it a insanity run and i was just like hey man (laughs) i i'm i hate the lakers as much as the next man but like buddy was good for like a very long time this motherfucker averaged 21 on 50 50 efficiency in the fucking western conference finals like they dead ass ain't had no answers for him and i'm just like he he might be i but yeah man if and I mean, this is Team USA, and he's Austin Reeves. So I, I'm not even mad he's on the team because, again, politics. But I do think Trey Young shouldn't be able to make the team, and I, I, I don't think Trey Young would have stunk to join up either because low key quiet is kept. As you looking at this, these teams, you know, I haven't watched every game, but just being like a, I guess. 
kind of just watching the highlights of them, a Team USA is going to win anyway. I, I really exactly. People I'm were talking about Canada that. and like. Oh, I'm happy you brought that up. Yeah, SBA. Granted, it's one friendly, so I'm not gonna say he's gonna stink the rest of the tournament. But hey, let's talk about basketball reasons. Eight um, points, eight points, and they got cooked. Mm-hmm, they got murked. Have four more than uh, <laughs> Dwight Powell. <laughs> Like get to get it, get that dude out of here, and he allegedly better than Luca. SGA is that guy, man. He inspires a lot of gas. He does. Uh, he he really inspires a lot of gas. It's because they're attracted to him. No, really, like that's that's a big piece of it. Uh, like a very large piece of it is because people think he's good looking. And is he really this? I, I'm a straight man. Is he really? Is this man really that handsome? Because like it, dudes, it's the it's talk the, about him like they got a crush on him for real. Though. It's the quote unquote aura, you know, because he is not like he is not just a face card, but it's him, you know, dressing the way he does. Can, can um, we, can, the can Instagram we, captions, it's all that. Granted, not mine, not for me. Um, however, right, right. Um, we, we, that's the thinking. Obviously, we are. Uh, uh, we are not anti anything in that community in this pod, obviously. But can we just admit when dudes be saying aura, they just want to get off to where they find this man attractive without saying yes. man attractive? Can yes, we just that, concede that, that, that at this point? And like, it's a real <laughs> thing. It's a real yeah. thing. I, I I agree. So it's all it's as much as yes, people are trying to get off their opinions on somebody's attractiveness but also i think aura is a real thing like some dudes look cool especially when it comes to the game of basketball some dudes look Ah, cool okay okay some dudes do just look cool i I agree with that i agree with that but i thought because whenever i see aura it's always within the context of a player that people find attractive yeah that's mostly what it is but listen a part of being cool is also the um I got you. Attractiveness. So, yeah, I mean, that's that. But, I mean, with SJ, like I said, he's – and then people – the thing with OKC is they're going to – once they – I feel like next season they're going to be really good. But once they get, like, really, really good, they're going to go through the wave of people being excited for them because they deem them as doing things the right way. You know what I mean? In the sense that they're drafting their guys um, and they're building, you know, quote-unquote, organically. But then people are going to start to hate. So right now, SJ is in a honeymoon phase where finally, before then, he was putting up the points. Like, he had very good seasons where you could see the improvement. But OKC was so bad that people were like, yeah, he's just getting numbers on a tanking team. You know, people were calling them, you know, tank. You know, just people were saying wild stuff. And I was one of their biggest supporters pushing back on that because I'm like, no, if you really watch them, you can see structure. You know, you could see something building. And then this past season when they actually made noise, like, yes, they didn't, you know, they weren't world beaters, but to be in a plane when people didn't think they would get there and to win a game in a plane, like they were one game away from the playoffs. Um, so I think with all that, now people, the love is coming on extra. You know, he made all NBA, all star, all this, and now his name's out there. And like I said, coupled with the attractiveness <laughs> to be objective. And then like the stuff like the Instagram captions, um, all that, like, that like it it makes sense is what i'm trying to say as to why 
people are gravitating. But they got to pump the brakes on some of this gas. And the media people, Tim, whatever his name is, they are doing the thing where they build you up to tear you down. So they're going to say you're better than this guy, this guy, this guy. And when they place those expectations on you and you don't meet them, then they're going to bash you and say, oh, well, why didn't you do this? And it's the same thing we, I mean, we as Mavs fans, we should see, we, it happened to Luca. Where the oh, media yeah. members from his second year, they're talking he, about he's he better than this person. He the he, best twenty year old since ever. LeBron. Or yeah, ever. like some some people were saying ever. Like yeah. so, and these are media guys. Like I'm not talking yeah. about fans. Of course, fans are gonna do this, but like media oh, people. Shit. I'm pretty about, sure I said it. I'm pretty sure I said it on this pod. If I'm right, that's what I'm saying. But we're fans. That but yeah. the media dudes, like they will do this, and then again, when he does not quite meet the ridiculous expectations you were placing on him then it's like yeah well he's overrated or he's this and he's that and blah 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 blah. so it's all you know it happens to the best of them and the fact that it's happening with sga like as much as yes the gas is getting too much that should also mean yes he's headed in the right direction in the sense of super super stardom but with fiba i mean there is concerns about his game translating he does not shoot a lot of threes but in fiba Yes, the OKC's offense is kind of designed um, for him to pretty much have all the space that he wants in the paint. FIBA, it's it's a little different um, in the sense that the defense is different. The rules are different, especially when you're looking at the defensive three seconds where the big can just stay there. In the NBA, the big has to move, and OKC plays a lot of five out. So, um, And there's going to continue that, um, I would assume, with Chet coming in. Coming in. So, yeah, they're going to keep their five out system. So five out, we, we as Mavs fans, again, should know the five out system really well because um, we play that um, a lot of the time too. Um, so yeah, he gets to go downhill and attack or even starts in the paint or, um, you know, in different spots on the court. But in FIBA, again, if they're packing the paint, you're going to have to use the perimeter threat of the shot um, to kind of get things cooking. And... Um, or you just have to be bigger than people in the paint. And Shea, Shea's a big guard, but he's not, you know, he's not a tank. It's not like, you know, Luca. Luca's a tank. Like, Luca's a big guard, but he's a big, he's a fridge. Like, even with him, like, you know, slimming down, people are, you know, worried about him bullying people. Oh, no. He's, he's still, bigger than bull- he's still bullying everybody. He's bullying, exactly. he's, he's bullying dudes in the league when the season starts. Exactly. But Shea's more slight. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, Shea's a little bit more finesse as opposed to, like, dudes bouncing off of him. So that's why I'm fee. But, yeah, his numbers, he's going to look a little different. He's going to look a little different. And, again, I don't expect him to average, like, eight on shitty um efficiency the entire time. But this is not um, – it's not surprising to see him struggle a little bit when you think about the context of his game and you know FIBA. Yeah, you're right. Slovenia down twenty, man. Yeah, they was never gonna beat Spain or the USA. I knew these were gonna be. I was like, hoping it's, they could. It's, have it's gonna get ugly, and we're gonna yeah. have to, def- especially tomorrow, because that shit's on TV. Probably gonna have to pull the capes out for them tomorrow because uh, they're gonna get their ass beat. Oh, they're gonna get spanked up. Those dudes are small. Sylvania, they're they're too they're too small. Yeah. It's like Luca and then Prey Preplich is like going off and the shooters could give you some juice. That's it. Um so and then like I said, they're small. They're just small. Yeah. Um yeah, and they're going up against these are good teams now. You see, they were really in um 
they lost. Didn't they lose to Greece without Giannis? Um, they were in a slap fight. Literally, Luca had to go nuclear at the end to, for them to beat Montenegro with just Vucevic over there. I mean, they that shit was just like a Mavs game. They was winning the whole game, folded at the end, and Luca had to pull it out of his ass. It was dead ass some trauma. And they couldn't get a stop to save their life in that Montenegro game. Exactly. They're just too they're too small. And while Luca is um I'm watching everything, you know I'm gonna talk about everything. While he's been fantastic, um something that I would have hoped he would have been a bit better at, um, that he's still doing at a fairly high rate is the um not paying attention to his man off ball. Like he just be and then the thing is he gets frozen. It's one thing to sag off. And then you realize you're sagged off even when the pass is made, you're like, oh shit, and you at least try to do a semblance of a good closeout. He gets frozen. Like you make that pass, he's frozen. Like he doesn't even it's it's not an attempt, <laughs> you know, to even close out a bit. So that, you know, person in the corner is just getting a butt naked ass three. Or if um if the pass isn't coming quick enough, then it's just an easy cut. And then you can get the pass. So that's one thing um I can hope I mean he can clean up that in the free throws. It's just been it's just horrendous. Um, this tournament. I think he's shooting. They were saying he was in the fifties. Um, that's just. I'm sorry. That's just unacceptable. <laughs> like you gotta at least you gotta be in the seventies at the very least. Like to me, like a good season of him being at, at least seventies at this point, seventy-seven, seventy-eight is like the dream for him. It's like the dream, but he gotta at least be at like seventy-five. He gotta at least be at seventy-five. I'm going to compare him to uh, his African-American doppelganger and his favorite player, LeBron. So when LeBron won his first chip, he got it up to 77. For his career, he's 73. And yeah, at Luca's Luca's age, he's about 72. 72, 73, so... Maybe he'll figure it out. Maybe he won't, but I will say <laughs> Luca is in better shape, but they're like free throws and like losing his man is the shit we've been complaining about that we just assume he's gonna figure it out. But it, this is just it is what is these these games don't even count, so who knows? But it is kind of funny. It's, it is funny because it's the same thing over and over. But he's still out there cooking and. I just hope he play tomorrow, because I, I I I do not want to watch Team USA run over a Luka Slovenia team. I don't, and also like, why? That's something else. I almost want to put in the chat. Like, who was who's not on this team that was on this team last time? Like, they was good. They was not getting their ass kicked by any team during your. Oh events. no, it's a lot of people missing. Um... Okay. Who, I, I, don't, uh, I, I mean, Goron's I, missing. Okay. And oh, somebody. He, he had the games. He ain't in the league. Why his ass ain't out there? He, he oh, no. Out. Last year was, I, I mean, under it was my understanding that last year was the last go around anyway. That's when they got, uh, um, they got out kind of early against Poland. It was kind of like, oh. But yeah, my understanding was that, I mean, he said he had retired. Last year he came out of retirement. So. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's why I think last year was his last go around anyway. 
But um, I believe his brother is playing now. Um, but yeah, I've seen his brother. Ido Ido Morich, I think he's on with a torn ACL. Oh, Con- Con- Concar, Concar gone. Yeah, Ch- um, Kanchar just tore his ACL. Yeah, he just okay. tore his ACL. That, that, was only, Morich, that was the only other NBA player he gone, and I'm wondering. Exactly, and then Ido Morich, <laughs> I think he was another starter. He also tore his ACL or tore something. Yeah. Somebody tore something, so they weren't playing. So and it's two. It, so two dudes tore the ACL, or the other this the other guy. Two dude, I know there's for a fact. Two dude, Ch- Chanchar being one of them, but two dudes definitely have okay. a torn ACL or torn something. Um, Chanchar we know is the ACL, but Chanchar, somebody else tore something. I didn't, I didn't watch all of Chanchar was hooping too before he tore. Yeah, his. I'm pretty sure it was Ido Murich who um okay. he was he was the former captain. They were saying he tore his ACL. Um, but I think all in all, I mean, I know Toby just came back. Toby was out for a couple of the games, but they were missing. I think they're all in all, they're missing two starters. So they, yeah. So two starters previously who played aren't playing. Um, plus I think Chanchar. So that makes it like three dudes. That makes sense. That, that makes sense with hindsight. Yeah. And then more they, people, I mean, they say Morgan better than Demich, but that Morgan brother stinks. I'm sorry. He, I don't know. Like as far as what I watched, I won't say he stunk for the whole tournament. But any any time I was watching, he stuck out as somebody who stunk. And he's like what six seven. Yeah. He's like the same height as Luca, so and he's out there playing center. So um, yeah, they're just too small for FIBA. Like FIBA, if your centers are six seven, you know six eight, like you're not about to do anything in um. FIBA. That's why even with the USA, you could say, I mean, they got Walker Kessler, big ass. Um, Jaron Jackson's playing a little center, but he's going to foul. So I heard them talking about playing Paolo at center. So I mean, in the, when they played Puerto Rico, that's he was the backup five. Walker Kessler got garbage time. Exactly. So, um, well, I mean, we'll see. But the name of the game in FIBA, you got you to gotta at least have some big men. And yeah. even if you don't have big men, you got to be just big. On your wings, and yes, yeah, Slovenia they don't got no big wings, or nor do they have a big man. So, um, I think what Luca's like the biggest player on it, other than like Mike Toby, um, and Dimitch. I think Dimitch is still around. He just gets garbage time minutes now. But um, other than yeah, those guys like Luca's the biggest. So it's like, yeah, um, it might be a short tournament for them, but we will watch and be you know excited to see. All the performances, if they happen. So yeah. yeah. Has uh has Josh played yet? They said he did, but it was like a closed arena game or something like that. So there's like no footage. But yeah, I don't know what his schedule is looking like. I don't know. Um, I need to um check it out. But um, yeah, I'm not sure what his schedule is. But I haven't seen any footage of him playing yet. I'm excited to see him play. This tournament could really. Honestly, this tournament could make or break the Mavs season from a standpoint of Josh Green. Like, if he hoops and his confidence is high going, I feel like last year he had so much momentum going into the season in the sense that he was trooping with Kyle Lowry and um, that training facility or whatever. And then, you know, people are writing articles about him saying, okay, he can make a jump. And then when he had a good um, training camp, remember all the stories at training camp was that, oh, yeah, Josh Green is like better. He's like noticeably better all this stuff and he came into the season hooping like josh honestly did not like quote unquote slow down until 
um, February, February, March? yeah, March? when he <laughs> March, did literally maybe. like March. It was when it was like okay, he yeah. maybe hit a little bit of a wall, but and that, that was like... that, that was my thing. I was just like people kept trying to put it on Luca and Kyrie. He can't play with them. I just think he might have been tired. Call me crazy. And the coach that's another thing. Confidence. That... I think he just might have been tired. Yeah, because if you think about it, like he was playing, he was in a bench role yeah. most of the season playing about 20 like he never got to 30 minutes like you know he was playing about low 20s mid 20 minutes a game and then all of a sudden he's starting playing like 32 minutes a game and and he's a he's a high energy player like he ain't just out there exactly yeah, like I, I i still and then i think his role like it got to when kid especially pulling him and then doing the you benching, you starting. I think that got a little too much. Like that just got a little too much for him in the case. Yeah. But the point is, he's a yeah, he's a confidence kind of dude. Um, who thrives off, um, you know, structure and knowing what to do and um, seeing himself succeed. So if he can have a good, you know, tournament, and he could come in with that momentum, he's gonna like he's gonna be a especially if we um, honestly, this is another thing. I mean, maybe you could transition to. I mean, the Capella thing i mean i don't think that's a closed book at this point i mean from everything that's been coming out recently is that talks have pretty much stalled between um atlanta and toronto but it's not like a closed book situation it's a situation where i know atlanta was trying to get some leverage saying oh yeah we're comfortable with going into the season with our roster at is you know as is you know that that kind of thing and i know toronto um i think they're comfortable too going in with siakam but they still would like to move him for you know a fair deal so i just don't think that's gonna um that's I, I think the thing with that is atlanta can also get that deal done without i mean the rumor deal was no third team involved but it was just it was it aj griffin deandre hunter um and some picks i think it was like two picks for him so like they can still technically there's a way for them to keep capella if that's the um Rot they want to go, but um, I don't know if we do get him. I think that's also even just another leap for Josh. I feel like like having um, I mean you know Powell's a lobster too, but having Capella as a um like a higher usage guy in that sense. Um, I feel like Josh would also thrive with that. Like um, like especially if you give him opportunities with the ball in his hands. Yeah, I agree. Um, I actually have a pretty strong opinion on that, but. And we back. Um, as far as like the whole Capella thing, everything you just said, I agree with. And I feel like we kind of trying to wish Capella to the Mavs for Tim and whatever. Like that's just wish casting. Like just, just let's let's look. Let's break it down. So the Atlanta Hawks are trying to win, right? Do you agree? They they want to be good this year, right? Yes, of course. So they got double O and who's the only center on the roster is double O Capella and the dude who is darker than I am, but he got like Bruno a, Fernando. There we go. Um, he ain't no good, man. I mean, you go into battle with your only two centers being double O and Bruno Fernando and you trying to win, you feel comfortable with that? Absolutely not. Exactly. So like if you're gonna make them give up Capella, even if he's making twenty one dollars, twenty one million to come off the bench, you probably you gotta give them something that makes them better. 
Tim and some fucking second round picks is not moving them. Okay, so you say well, we can be the third team. He can go to. They don't want NBA champion Javale McGee. Because <laughs> we can worry. Listen, if they want NBA hey. champion, you're talking about trying to win. If you want three time NBA and Olympic gold medalist Javale McGee, we low, can make something happen. Low, low key, Javale and uh, Javale and uh, Holmes actually makes more sense than. Fuck, I was just about to say Holmes. Than, fucking, than can... fucking Tim Hardaway Jr. Because they actually need another. They only got two centers. Here's uh, what I've been cooking. If, if Capella is gone. In my mind, I've been, I haven't said anything because it's obviously insane. Uh, but my mind has been cooking a clusterfuck of a trade where oh, we wow. get both Clint Capella and PJ Washington. Man, you got um, to put that on the timeline. You got to yeah, put that like trade a, machine package out there. It's a four-team trade. Where it's us, the Raptors, the Hawks, and the Hornets. And like I said, I've been where the Hawks is in this scenario. Like I said, I don't know if money matches. I don't know anything like that. I haven't actually tried to test it. It's just been, like I said, in my mind. But the Hawks would get Holmes um, and uh, Siakam. The Raptor, uh, let me not get to the Raptors yet. The Hornets, they would get um, Tim uh, JaVale and a first, um, we give up that 2027 first unprotected. And obviously we get PJ and, um, Clint. And then the Raptors, we get like AJ Griffin. Um, uh, what's his face? Um, Deandre Hunter, uh, one of the, I don't know how picks, whatever. I don't care what the Raptors get, honestly. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's the basis of the trade. Um, So, yeah, obviously, it's, like I said, it's insane. It's not going to happen. But, um, yeah, you were right in the sense that it makes more sense for the Hawks if if we're going to be a third team, it being like like JaVale or, I can't believe I'm saying JaVale because he fucking stinks, but Holmes at the end of the day being. He um, still gives them more, like, for what they need. Like, bro, the Hawks guy, Kobe Bluffkin. Bluffkin, my bad. Uh, bogey. Uh, there's a, I mean, the, <laughs> the Jesus freak, he kind of plays some guard three, guard slash three. And then you got the two big guns. It's like, mm-hmm. Tim's gonna be the sixth guard, this guy, wing the kick. They ain't got, they ain't, fuck they doing with Tim Hardaway Jr., bro. And then even if you go to like, if we got in as a third team, like, ah, call me crazy. But I almost think like Toronto would just keep two centers. They've done it before. If they not rebuild, they have run two centers. Exactly. But that's why Charlotte comes in as the team that in my head <laughs> that would take Tim. Because at the end of the day, like Charlotte Tim, needs Tim people at the end they, of the day. They, they, Tim's they gonna actually, play. Tim, they, Tim actually. That's why I've been trying. I won't. Tim I'm will not, play. I'm not fucking giving up on PJ Washington to the Mavs until. The Woj bomb hits, and he yeah. has signed an extension, or he's been signed and traded to a nine. I think he's going to be signed and traded. Um, yeah. I've been looking at I I the other day I was looking at the time frame in which like Lori Markinen and Colin Sexton and all those dudes signed like Sexton stuff. That was like in September. It was late. Um, I think I mm-hmm. think the off season started later, but it's still. I think we've already passed the point at which he signed. Yeah, and then it was 
marketing marketing was like end of august like august 28th type thing so i think it's going to be similar and i I do think he'll be signed and traded um and i think and low-key even though my mind had been cooking that four-team trade i also had a dream last night i don't know i probably need to get off twitter but um i had a dream last night that um there was a three-team trade it was a shams bomb um, of a three-team trade. I don't even remember the third team, but I know it was the Clippers Hornets involved with the Clippers getting PJ. And like, I, and listen, if the Clippers somehow get a hold of that man, not oh, to say that he's going to win or anything, but like, no, that's, just bad. that's what they need at the four spot too. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just saying like teams are going to like, granted, I know you have your plans and people are probably, um, People didn't think that he'd be on the market around this time. Like, people probably thought, oh, he's going to just re-sign with Charlotte. Like, why would Charlotte give him up? So he probably wasn't in anybody's plans. Um, you know what I mean? It's like, it was, like, Grant's situation is different in the sense that you kind of knew the Celtics had to give him up, you know, when you saw his move. So, yes, you could plan for Grant Williams because, yes, he's attainable. But people probably didn't think PJ was attainable. Um, so he's not, again, wasn't really on people's radar. So, like I said, the Mavs, all the report, I mean – I just think I like I don't think he's like on some sort of priority list, which is why I don't think like the Mavericks are like calling, putting together packages or anything like that. That's why I'm trying to taper my expectations on that. Because I don't think they're actively like with Grant, they were active they wanted to get him. Like Grant said they were aggressive, like they were trying to get him. With PG, I don't think they're trying to get him. <laughs> you know no. what I'm saying? Like no. I don't think they're trying to get him or anything like that. So that's yeah. why I'm like uh, I don't know, like, they're trying to get Capella, you know what I mean, like, they're actively, like, they're making calls, like, if, if Hawks call, they're gonna entertain, obviously, like, obviously, if the Hornets call, you know, did talk, but why would the Hornets call, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, it's, it's, um, I don't know, I don't know, and like I said, the Hornets would probably want something, I'd give up the first for PJ, but I, I know they wouldn't, you know, um, so, yeah, I don't know, I would love for that to happen, but I just don't think it will. But I do expect a resolution to that, like, end of August. And I do really think he will be signed and traded. Yeah, I agree. I think he's going to be signed and traded as well. Um, I will say, the guy, I'm kind of... I, like I said, I, I would like Capella. I just... I, I think the Hawks would just fucking keep him before they give him up for some fuck shit like they actually kind of need another center to play because double o as good as he is there ain't that many centers we did when we did the whole dwight powell how many minutes per game dwight plays in comparison to other starting centers there ain't that many centers that's playing 30 35 minutes every night so they probably in double o you know he's still youngish you know, them dudes usually get in a little bit of foul trouble, so. And he ain't a big dude, so I also think he could potentially wear down. They're going to need an insurance veteran center, no matter if they trade Clint Capella. And- I mean, Trey's cool with Clint, too, so they would like to keep Capella. Like, it's just, the only reason why Capella is on the block is really money reasons. In the well, that, that- and, and that's the thing I keep looking at. When they dump John for that fuck shit that they dumped him for, I'm like, bro, they really... And then DeJounte took fucking 30 million instead of waiting it out to see if he could get 40 it's like bro they truly i don't even know if they gotta do it for money no more i mean they're cheap and then um like i said 
a, a Kongu, the reason why I think, like I said, money reasons, because a Kongu got to get his extension mm-hmm. and all accounts, he's a part of the court, they're going to try to extend them. But Sadiq Bey, they just picked up Sadiq Bey. You know, he's going to want his bread on an extension too. Yeah. Um, and I do think they're trying uh, apparently, to rent it. Apparently, he really wants his bread. That's why. I was about to say, he looks like the type that would really want his bread. Yeah. Um, too, so. like, allegedly, that's why Detroit gave him up for some bullshit. Because he was like, you good, but you ain't that good. We, exactly, we, we yeah. Not, we, like, not, we not paying you that much. Exactly. And like I said, I don't think they they didn't give up anything really to get him. But I don't think they will just let him walk, especially as a restricted free agent. So they 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 do have monetary decisions to make in the future, which is why I do think um they'd be and especially I think Clint damn near can be extension extension eligible soon too. Mm-hmm. So um I I do think yeah they're trying to get in front of it kind of thing, um but they're again they're very comfortable. The preference would be for them to keep him. That's their preference. Yeah. Um, so and, and maybe yeah. and maybe they keep him one year and then just exactly. him, give him away on expiring with the new CBA that we keep keeps getting talked about one way or another. Like there's gonna be teams that have cap space and there's no good players because everybody that's good is signing an extension or restricted. So somebody would take like a Bella for free for a year, they probably wouldn't even have to take money back. Exactly. Or if they did, it would be a small amount of money. So, yeah, I I think Clickabella is going to start the season in Atlanta. I'd, I'd actually be surprised if he didn't. Um, speaking of that CBA, who else got a bag? Josh Hart got a bag. Josh Hart uh, got 20 M's. Yes. Uh, there was somebody else over since we spoke last, wasn't it? Um, somebody else. Mm. Got, got a nice little little cute change. Maybe I'm misremembering. Oh, I don't know my memory. I don't know. It was. I felt like it was excessive. Anyway, like yeah, man. Listen, I was really, really. I knew what I wanted to talk about on the pod. Hey, man, you remember how I was saying back in like February, March, that Memphis might be cooked, that they window might have passed because they didn't trade for nobody. Yeah, I was dead ass wrong about that. Like, I got to really looking at their books and just looking at their picks. And as long as John Morant get his head out of his ass, because he didn't make all NBA, because Triple J had all them injuries, and even with fucking uh, T Rex arms getting the bag, like, fam, they had those three players are going to make like. 10 20 million dollars less put together than what uh Tatum and Brown make. So that means they got like in but they got their money and then they got the whole rest of the fucking salary cap up till the second apron to get dudes. So they can pay shit, they can pay a couple dudes 20 million, like three dudes 20 million, two other dudes like 12 million. Or they can pay one really good player thirty million and still have a couple fifteen. They basically are in really good shape, and I didn't realize how good a shape they was in. Is there con? Listen, to have this league, you gotta have contract luck. I think that's yeah. also another thing that's under talked about. Like we talk about, um, like even we could bring it all the way back to like the Bulls during their dynasty. Like Scotty wasn't making anything. Mm-hmm. He was not making anything. Um. Same thing with the Warriors. Steph was Steph, not making yeah. anything. 
Um, like you have to have that, that some tri- sort of contract tri- look. That Triple J contract really fucking settled. That's me. it. That is it. That, that was it. the one. And then, and honestly, Jai's still getting like 35, but that shit was exactly. going, it was going to 40 if he didn't do it, get caught on video. It exactly. That's why 40. also um, OKC right now, like they're able to, I mean, right now they haven't, um, it hasn't been some sort of like huge tangible thing that you could see from what they're doing, but they're like Shay making yep. the contract he's making. Like, and, and not, he didn't, and he, uh, he don't want space. He has no opt out, so it's it's exactly it's there. going straight. So it's they straight. were able to get all them picks um, because they're taking bad money because he's yeah. making like literally fifteen million dollar like that. That matters. That fifteen yeah. million dollars less that he's making or Dude, how many? An all NBA player in his prime making thirty million or thirty five. That's a lot of fucking money. But in a world where Jalen Brown make what fifty sixty. Like, yeah, man, that's $25 fucking million dollars difference in salary. That's a whole nother exactly. player. And that's how you know um, the Mavs are cursed because we could have, <laughs> no, really, we could have had one of those contracts. You know what I mean? Like, in the uh, sense that we could have had Brunson uh, on one of them cheap, but like one of them, con- like them contract luck types. But no, we don't, we don't, that doesn't happen to us. We, we got to pay the whole price for people. And I mean, Kyrie, yeah, we got him on a good deal. But at the end of the day, we got to pay like we've got we got we, we we had to give up picks and other exactly we gotta give up picks like yeah, yeah we don't get the look because somebody don't live right but no really like that's how you like even with the nuggets um with Jokic granted he's yeah. making it right now but 41st pick like you got some of those extensions that he signed were mad cheap yep. you know for his production and even Jamal Murray he's giving you all NBA production on really an all-star contract yep. um like he's on one of them old max those are the old time maxes where he's yeah, making yeah. 20, million dollars 25 percent of fucking 108 million dollar salary cap when these the salary cap gonna be 150 million next year, and them dudes are still on them contracts, it's a bargain. Uh, your exactly. Boy, your boy in cycle, fucking De'Aaron Fox. That shit went from bad to amazing value in one year. Mm-hmm. That's he what did, I'm he saying. He did the same. He did the same thing. Uh, SJ did no opt out. So mm-hmm. no opt out. Yeah, because at the time, you know, they didn't have the juice for that. Yeah. But now they're playing up to it. And yeah, like, so you got to really, like, you have to have contract luck at the end of the day. So um, that's fucking, why. Fucking Luca making 40 is a bargain. Low-key. Yeah, that's a bar- bargain. It is a bar for his production, of, of yeah. course. Um, But he's on the, you know, same type of rookie time. And that's, that's, because, yeah. yeah, that's, that's just great. But like, at the end of the day, um, the Grizz, I mean, the Grizzlies are in a, in a unique situation where, they are like if you look at all the intangible kind of signs um that are there for usually teams that are set up nicely for the future they have it yeah um they have it um, they, got, they so, got it all i'm actually i you know how i used to say people always gas up the grizzlies and always be jealous and i thought it was overblown and now i'm looking i'm like oh, jogging his head out of his ass they actually they can kind of run the division for a little while they mm-hmm. really they really can they yeah really if they can. make a trade and get somebody to, and that's the thing they could they still have pieces like outside of their core to make yeah. a good like i mean they just got market smart they spent some of those picks to get a vet in there um and i mean regardless if you think it was an overpay or not like they're gonna need smart like um especially when jaw is out i feel like yeah. that team defensively like who's gonna score um 
on on them in that unit without um Ja because as quiet as it kept um Taylor Jenkins is an excellent defensive coach like that's where the Grizzlies um like that's how they came into like prominence like I mean we all know about grit and grind but I'm saying these recent years when they got really good is because they're really good defensively too um so yeah I mean we'll just see I'm hoping the mask because at the end of the day we have the best player in the division I mean you can talk about Wemby blah 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 until he shows me he's the best player Luca is currently the best player in the division and um good teams are nice but you have to have the guy as well um and with the Grizzlies I feel like like you said if Jagas is head out of his ass and if he can rise to being a top five player like even if he's not a top five player like let's say throughout a whole regular season and all that like winning MVPs like he doesn't have to do that but if he turns into a top five player in the postseason yeah the Grizzlies can get something done but yeah rests up to him so um we're in the opposite boat where we have the top five dude but it's trying to build out a competent team around him so I mean we'll see we 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 lucky we got a shot we the shit's not cooked it's really it's really 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 dependent on Josh Green Omax and Derek Lively because if they hit it buys so much time it buys flexibility and then that, that that's not even including Jaden but if all four of them hit it's like we'll then be in that situation especially with Jaden being restricted restricted free agents get fucked unless you unless you are a like all-star franchise player you never get you always get underpaid in restricted free agency it, it's it's all the complaining about the CBA and middle class, no, that's the fucking thing people need to be mad about. Because that truly is taking money out of dudes' pockets. That's really harming dudes. Like Josh Green, if Josh Green averaged like three more points a game and do everything else the same, it's like an $18, 20000000 million player moving forward. And he's going to get like 15 six. He's going to get Grant Williams back, Right. Just because he's restricted and teams don't, teams ain't fucking with restricted free agency. PJ Washington getting fucked. Uh, I don't know a restricted free agent that didn't get fucked except for DeAndre Ayton. Honestly. They usually, yeah. Ayton is the, because Ayton got somebody to actually sign that. Op- yeah, sign give him that offer sheet um, and not care about the the match. And like, honestly, us, we did a lot of asshole shit. Like, the, the other problem with restriction restricted the free agency is the fact that teams don't want to step on other teams toes yeah. in the sense um they know you know you're gonna have to negotiate with these teams and you sign and then when you put an offer sheet you're not just doing an offer sheet like you're putting in poison pills shit and all that so the shit we did this offseason i mean with grant again we worked out a signing trade so that was that um and the celtics were never really going to keep him but then the Matisse Thibel shit before we did um we gave him what we gave him a player option, we gave him like a oh, good he... chunk of change and we did a whole bunch of shit. Um hey, so... side, side, side note. <laughs> yeah. Dog, I don't know if you remember this. You text me in like April and was like, I want Derek Jones Jr. as our number one fucking taxpayer in MLE. They need to quit playing, they need to get him. And I swear, I text you back like, yeah, I'm taking him over fucking Matisse Thibel. I don't know why, what we were talking about, but they really wanted Matisse Thibel. They really, they they've him. been wanting him for a while. <laughs> they've been trying to trade for him every single time at a trade deadline. <laughs> they've been trying to trade, trade for him for a while now. It's been, it's spanned across two regimes, too. It's yeah, not just, um, yeah. we've been wanting him since um, Donnie was here. Uh-huh. 
So yeah, they really just they want him. They want him um for some reason. But I mean, like I said, but restricted free agency, yes. Typically like teams aren't trying to step on teams' toes with the um and then you're also it's not just you're trying to fuck over a team, but you're also you have to make sure that this is your target because you're tying up your cap space, you know, when you make an offer, you know, and stuff like that. So I think um yeah, it's, it's the system is crazy. Dudes lose money. That's why, like, if extension talks are presented to you, like, both sides really want to get a, um, get, you know, get it done. Because at the end of the day, yes, dudes usually come out of it losing money, but the teams don't want to go through the process either. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't want to, like I said, because teams can be malicious and putting things in the contract that you have to kind of swallow your tongue and agree to, um, or you're just going to lose that person for nothing. So it's like, what what did the Jazz do? Who did they make an offer to? Was it the Jazz and the Sixers? Who did they, um, this just happened with the Jazz and the Sixers. Oh, Paul Reed. Oh, How yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they gave him mad. Shit. They did all types yeah. of shit. And it's like, he gets this guaranteed if they make the second round or something like that. Like, you know, obviously, if he made, if he went in Jazz, like, that money wouldn't have been guaranteed. So they, they were doing malicious shit. <laughs> so that's like, no one, the point is, no, both sides do, they don't want to deal with restricted free agency. Um, So yeah, it kind of behooves you to um from from both standpoints the organization and the player standpoint to get a deal done like an extension done prior to this whole thing that's why the josh green i'm I'm keeping my eyes peeled for any type of extent i know they said it's probably gonna resume after he come back from fever and stuff um i gotta be honest there's a part of me that wonders like he's insane man he's just getting fucked because even if he blows up Ain't, ain't no team coming to match that shit. You know what I'm saying? No team's going to really, really try to make a shake. Like, you know, I know the aforementioned Austin Reeves, everybody was like, someone's going to offer Austin Reeves the max. It's going to be 17, 17 and turn it. Th- no, no team did that. No yeah, only they said only the Spurs thought about it, but ultimately yeah. they didn't even, yeah. That shit's and that was just 25 million, you know? Yeah, he's playing for seventeen million, and Josh Green gonna get fucked. So to me, it's kind of like if I'm Josh, I just take the injury risk off of me. If they offer me four for sixty, I and give me a trade kicker, let me opt out after three years, I probably sign that shit and move on with life. And that probably give him some peace that he ain't fighting for his life for a contract. And you can always demand to be traded. He can always demand to be traded, but yeah. That's what I would do personally if I was him. I would just take like, I'd take like four for 60-ish in between that four for 55, four for 60 range and just make sure you got a decent bag and then you got to let me opt out after three years so I can go get paid again. Yeah, I think he's doing a Grant Williams bag with a player option. Yeah. The Grant Williams got a player option. His shit is four flat. Ooh, I, don't, I think it's, it's four flat for last night, but I could be wrong, but I think it's four flat. I don't remember. I, think, I, like, I, don't, I can't recall seeing a player option. I'll be honest, man. That shit ain't even starter money. Like, boy, it's, it's not starter money. It's not really. It's like, it's like, it's your fourth starter money. Like your fourth yeah, on a starter yeah, money. Yeah, it's like, that, yeah. Like, the fucking middle class is, dog, in two years, uh, the bag Luca is gonna sign for, Jalen gonna opt out and sign for. It's gonna be nuts. Like them, them gonna be. You put them two together, they gonna get like seven hundred million. 
between both of them in two years. And um, they boy Mikel going the very next year going to get shit. He probably getting three hundred million. That that trio is going to get a billion dollars in their next contracts if they don't get hurt. And that's fucking crazy between three NBA players. This mm-hmm. money is getting out. It's just getting out of out of control. Um, yep. So, I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, we kind of spoke about him a little bit, but we. I guess we can transition to Derek Jones Jr. Yeah. Um, us signing him. I mean, you know, I me. Mean, I've talked about it on the pod on the timeline. I've been I actually found a, a tweet back from back in 2020 of me saying Derek Jones Jr. needs to be in a Maverick jersey. So I've been a Yo, fan. You, of, you, you've been you've been in on him since I've known you. Like dead ass. Yeah. I've been a fan. Like I mean, and here's the thing. He's not a world beater. Yeah. I'm gonna act like we just added some. Like he's a fifteenth man. Like he's got signed, you know, minimum last roster spot type of deal. Like that's the type of player that um he is in the sense that I know where my expectations should be at. However, for that kind of spot, he will pr- like he'll be good. He will produce. He's one of the higher end end of bench guys, if you ask me. Like in the sense that, especially on a team that has lacked athleticism and we've been asking praying for some sort of infusion of athletes and this offseason that looks like the theme you know we got younger we've got more athletic and he's a guy I mean I don't know people have been in my mentions trying to tell me that like oh he can't like he doesn't do anything well he can't defend I'm like he can't defend like from what I've watched of him, and I'm not saying I've watched every single game, all that, but he, to me, in my eyes, he looks like he could defend. Um, you saw Derrick Yeah, yes, he can guard. Yeah, people are telling me he can't guard. So I was like, okay, like, it's always the off, and, like, he cannot do anything offensively, like, outside mm. of, like, cutting and dunking. Um, like, he, he can hit an occasional three, um, you know what I mean? But that's like, he's not going to be your floor spacer. Like he plays out of the dunker spot. So that's why it's a bit weird because he's one of those tweener guys that I often don't really like, but he's one of those, I, I'm not, I'm more so not a fan of the big tweeners. Um, but the wing tweeners, they're okay, I guess. Um, and he's a wing tweener in the sense that I saw, um, someone putting him in the rotation for shooting guard. He's not no damn shooting guard. Hell no. He's a, um, yeah, no, he's, he's a three, four, three, four. Yeah. Maybe. That's exactly. And can play some small, small ball, ball five. five yeah. yeah. Like in spurts, like kind of what Dorian did in spurts, not like yeah. you're slotting him in at small ball five, but like if you need it for like, you know, a few possessions, you could throw him out there type of thing. Um, yeah, he plays, you, you know, ideally you're playing him out of dunker spot. You're playing him in, you know, high pick and rolls where he can roll to the rim. Like, the stats are there. Um, people, you know, he's averaging his um, – he was the second, I think, as a roller in terms of um, PPP in the league. Um, you know, little things like that, like in terms of end of bench dudes, like I said, he's a higher end one. You know, and, and on our team, like, you're going to need the depth. Like, I think um, when you look back at Luca teams, like um, – we were always at our best when we had a lot of dudes that could play. Like when you think about his second season when we were torching teams, like we had the best bench in the league. Yeah. 
like Seth co- was I cooking. I forgot about that actually. We did when we moved Delon to the bench. Um, when when they finally made the move to put Tim in the starting lineup, Delon to the bench. Delon was fine. Like his year, like it didn't work out. He didn't like Carlisle, but he was pretty fine. Like during the regular season, like I remember him being pretty, you know, solid for us. He was solid. Seth was solid. You had Brunson coming off the bench. Um, we were like, and then Porzingis was running with the bench unit. So, and then that's when he really got to really play and he looked okay. And, um, yeah, I just think when, whenever we're, even when the Western conference finals team, like, yeah, we played a shortened, like the depth in the sense that we had seven, at least seven guys that you knew could play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like um, all seven of them dudes could play, bro. Like exactly. Or contribute to something and yeah. play a role. Yeah, like there was no none of none of those do even Reggie like that's what I'm saying. It, it just the synergy. Yeah, they could play. And but then you think of like last year, um, like it was it was like Luke before the Kyrie trade. It was like Lucas Spencer. So, you know, Spencer was playing well. So it was like Lucas Spencer and like who the fuck else? You know, like Josh. <laughs> like you know what was like? It was just like it wasn't like you didn't have confidence in the team. You know, like I'm sorry, but like that's really what how it felt. So I I just think um now we're in a position where if dudes are missing time, I'm comfortable with the guys that are going to be asked to kind of step up and produce more. You know what I'm saying? Like, we were leaning on McKinley Wright. Like, Frank was – Theo Pinson was at one point, like, he was playing, checking in playing, the first playing. quarter. Play, well, like, are court, you kidding on me? On the court with the game on the line. Yeah, like, that is, like, with now – With the season on the line, shit. Exactly. Now, let's say if a lot of people are hurt, yes, I'm more comfortable – um, with it being like a Derrick Jones Jr. or a um or even a Dante Exum or you know some of those guys in those Seth Curry some of those I'm comfortable with those guys in those spots. Would it be ideal? Of course not. But 82 game season, nothing like not every game, every situation, not everything is going to be ideal. So in those tough spots where you know Kyrie's going to miss some of his games, Luca's going to miss games, like um unique guys that could where you can kind of lean on them to produce more if if their number is called so um that's and that's you know why i'm kind not that i'm super high on the team you know i'm always pretty trying to be you know conservative with my you you know and it's not like trying to ride the fence but that's the thing it's not even trying to ride in the fence it's just trying to take everything into account and trying to trying to make an accurate prediction you know it's we're all just guessing but you know it's still trying to be a um it's still a prediction you're trying to make based on you know educated guesses so with that being said i mean i still i still think we're gonna be good i still have us in the plane range though um maybe upper echelon plane in the sense that maybe seven or eight seed um as it stands right now with this roster yeah i can't put us um higher than that um like I said, on to, if we do if something else happens, like I said, we signed DJ um DJJ, which was good move, good move. I liked it in the sense that we're nicer on the margins, and I think that'll help on Luca teams to be nicer on the margins. Um, so I mean, we'll see. We'll just have to see. Josh, like I said, a lot is hanging on Josh actually, like contributing, not just um like he has to do something offensively. Like he can't just be a bystander now. Um, like yeah, Kyrie and Luca is gonna have a lot of usage and gonna have the ball a lot. But you do need a third. You do need somebody else, like a third guy, that can um take off some sort of scoring load. 
and he like like I said, he can't just be a bystander. Like he has to be assertive in some ways offensively now. So we'll see. That's why I I was that's why the PJ move would be so great too because it's like. Not to say he can come here and be a third option, but I'd feel much more comfortable if we're leaning on him to do some scoring as opposed to, like, let's say a Josh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I think we'll be good. I, I just think because the vibes will be better. And all the people we got, there is going to be no – actually, we can transition to this man before we get up out of here. There's, there's not going to be any Christian Wood – situation where you you ask Christian Wood to be something that he ain't right we that that's the biggest crime from last year that so many people got asked to do things that they never should have been asked to do so they were already talent deficient but they also were the roster was imbalanced there fucking Reggie Bullock was the starting lineup starting four with the money on the line he's the starting power forward with the money on the line. And he was so bad that fucking, uh, what's the hot, one of the hot, I forget which holiday brother, a fucking holiday brother came in off the street and got a shot. And it's just like, that. that's not going to be a thing. I ain't saying we're going to win a championship. I'm being facetious when I say that, but them boys going to be able to fit. They, they, they fit. Does that make sense? Everyone fits. Yeah. That's, that's why I can be like, I'm, I'm liking, like, if we are better than 7-8, like, I'd point to it being just, like, the fit of everyone's great, because I do feel like, um, especially if we, like, we just gotta move off, I don't know, we gotta move off somebody in that guard spot, though. That's Tim, a little Tim gotta go. I, Tim yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a little too log jammy. People think like, Tim can be turned into fucking Clint Capella, because, but the old key to ask, that creates a log jam, too, because Rashawn Holmes, Clint Capella, and Derek Lively, and Dwight Powell, like, that's too many centers as well. Yeah, they got to just do some a little more cleaning. Yeah. Um, but I mean, and I mean, yeah, they just got to do something. But I mean, I, I, well, I'm saying thing. fucking Tim got to go. We sure Jaden Hardy ready for that. We Maybe sure not. I, I, on a listen. team that's trying to win, not develop, but win. No, we, no, but, but you do have, I mean, it just depends on, I mean, no. I don't think, I mean, we're seeing some of the things um, that are coming out from like, you know, people like Damaris saying that Jaden Hardy, like it's not a guarantee him getting, you know, those good chunk of minutes. And I do see his role. I could see his role being up and down too, especially if Tim's yeah. there. Yeah, he's not, he's definitely not going, you know, play over Tim. Um, But I mean, I don't know. At this point, I'd like to try it because at the end of the day, you also do have Seth Curry to lean on. And you notice a guy like as much as he's not, like uber reliable you know he's had some injuries in the past but like at least as a vet that you know can go out there and play something you know Kyrie's probably gonna run with the bench usually what we see is um like on Luca teams like his shooting guard um especially the last couple years with Brunson and um even Dinwiddie and um Kyrie starting next to him the shooting guard next to Luca is probably gonna run the bench unit so you already know Kyrie's gonna you know run that bench unit so it's about getting that complimentary second guard next to him and i mean i think um hardy can provide those spot minutes curry can provide those you know spot minutes so yeah i do think you can still move tim and even if hardy's not all that ready you can still kind of be comfortable with that you gotta pivot you're right 
Oof, I'm tired. Yeah. Um. But you brought it up. I just want to say one more thing before we get out of here. Um, Christian Wood, it's August 11th. Still not signed. All I'm going to say, listen, listen, I don't think you understand. All year, I've, I've, and I said I was going to stop, but I can't stop. It's just, it's just here for me. Like, it's placed in front of my face. Like, I, all year, I was saying I knew that, okay, let me not say I knew this was going to happen because even I'm a little surprised that, um, like, that is really minimums that he has to, like, take out here. Yeah, I'm but shocked. Still, man. I'm not going to hold you. But still, I knew nobody was going to be beating down his door in free agency. Yeah. I knew that. And y'all were saying, oh, we better sign him to that extension. You know, we, we were going to be a Brunson situation. Hey, Get, hey, don't you, ever disrespect Brunson like that again. You, right. you got me. You got me. I said it once upon a time. I did. I, 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 you got me. I was one of them people, too, till I saw the light. But there's still people that don't see the light. And they still lying to themselves, talking about, well, we got to wait till the name trade takes place. Motherfucking, not, ain't a vet minimum dude that's holding up nobody's show in a trade. Cut the shit, bro. He's a there ain't vet no minimum. sign and trade. There ain't no none of that shit. That man's a vet minimum player. And it's just right, wrong, indifferent. It is what it is. Um, and once you're a vet minimum, it's hard. Listen, you got to do a couple before you can, um, like, after you do the one prove-it deal. It's not like you're just going to get a big deal after that. You're going to probably do one prove-it deal. Then you might have to do another one where you might get, like, a slight bump up. And then after that, that's when you get, like, a cute little bag. And when I say cute little bag, see Schroeder. His yep. cute little bag is, like, what, 326? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, No, he, he got... He got- he got like 12, 13 for two. Oh, no, so it's two, yeah, two, two for 20, yeah. two for 25, some shit like oh, that. Oh, two, okay, yeah, 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 two, 25, two, 26, yeah. So, 12, 13 million, sure. Yeah, yeah. But that's the bag he just coming off of, you know, and was thinking he was going to get a, a bigger one. Ends, uh, I'll be honest, yeah, so. man. I don't, the only chance Christian Wood has of getting a bag is going to Miami. If he goes to any other team, maybe LA. He will be a vet minimum player until he's out the league. I, the thing is, man, what if his ass is just out the league? That that just would be, man, that shit would be crazy. But, y'all, we about to get out of here. Um, I ain't going to hold you. I, I know you are you the Christian Wood hater. I'm still shocked that he is a vet minimum dude. But, anyway, I hope he get it together. He just had a kid. I don't think he was an asshole. And, before we get out of here, I want to say thank you all again, and hey, we back once a week. I'm going to take that as a yes, that's right. So we back once a week.